Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is November 17th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me blog and we're going to go a little bit out of order here because there's a verse in James chapter 4 that goes right along with what we were talking about yesterday about watching the things that we say. So we're going to jump over and we're going to read that in James chapter 4, then we'll come back and hit another verse in James chapter 3 that I really like. So in James chapter 4, verse 11, it says, Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother, speak evil of the law and judgeth the law. But if thou judgest the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who art thou that judgest another? I love this verse and what it teaches us about the way we see others and the way we speak about others. In our lives, as we develop relationships with other people and as we encounter other people, we have a responsibility as Latter-day Saints. We have a responsibility as God's children to be someone that builds other people up, whether to their face or behind their back. We have a responsibility to keep our brothers and sisters safe by the things that we say about them and the things that we allow to be said about them. Elder Coford in April 1999 conference gave a talk called Your Name is Safe in Our Home. Listen to what he says. I love how he says it. He says, what a blessing it would be if each of our names truly could be safe in the home of others. Have you noticed how easy it is to find fault with other people? All too often we seek to be excused from the very behavior we condemn in others. Mercy for me, justice for everyone else, is a much too common addiction. When we deal with the name and reputation of another, we deal with something sacred in the sight of the Lord. There are those among us who would recoil in horror at the thought of stealing another person's money or property, but who wouldn't give a second thought to stealing another person's good name or reputation. James, a servant of the Lord in the meridian of times, repeated this eternal truth when he said, Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaketh evil of his brother and judgeth his brother, speaketh evil of the law and judgeth the law. Who art thou that judgeth another? I love the idea of someone's name being safe with us. Far too often we find ourselves in the trap of gossip. And sometimes we don't even think of it as gossip. We think of it as just telling other people what's going on. But if it doesn't involve us, then it's not our place to even talk about what's going on. And this is a trap that the adversary tries to catch us in. Because as it says in this quote, the names of our brothers and sisters is sacred to the Lord. Whether you like that person or not, whether you believe that person or not, whether you're angry at that person or not, that name is sacred to the Lord. And so it becomes our responsibility to keep that name safe. Over the last several months, I've realized that gossip is such a pervasive problem and it's such a dangerous and easy trap to fall into because gossip in some sense is a form of pride. It's a form of feeling proud or boastful that we know something that someone else might not know. And so in our pride, we get anxious to share that with someone else. My friends, as Latter-day Saints, as people who understand our relationship with others, 
namely they are our brothers and our sisters. People's names, their reputations, their stories should be safe in our homes and in our lives. Okay, now I jumped ahead a little bit with that verse because I thought it tied so well with what we talked about yesterday. But now we're going to jump back into verse three and take a look at another verse that actually could kind of tie in with this as well. In verse 16, it says, For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. What a powerful verse. Envy and strife are things that prevent us from becoming more Christ-like, things that prevent us from our divine nature. When we covet what someone else has, or when we are contentious with someone else, it limits our spiritual progression. It limits our ability to draw near unto our Father in heaven and to become more like him. Now, this also has to do with what we've been talking about, because as we see ourselves as brothers and sisters, as we look to someone and their divine nature, then we have no desire to tear them down. We want to build. We want to bless. We want to raise others up instead of bringing others down. Strife and contention will always drag people down. Always. Because as the Savior taught, the adversary is the father of contention. So we can't have contention with someone else and have it be an uplifting experience. Contention will always tear us down. And our responsibility as brothers and sisters, our responsibility as children and disciples of Christ is to build others up. Listen to how Marvin J. Ashton once said it. He said, be one who nurtures and builds. Be one who has an understanding and a forgiving heart, who looks for the best in people. Leave people better than you found them. Be fair with your competitors, whether in business, athletics, or elsewhere. Don't get drawn into some of the parlance of our day and try to win by intimidation or by undermining someone's character. Lend a hand to those who are frightened lonely or burdened. If we could look into one another's hearts and understand the unique challenges each of us faces, I think we would treat each other much more gently, with more love, patience, tolerance, and care. If the adversary can influence us to pick on each other, to find fault, bash, and undermine, to judge or humiliate or taunt, half of his battle is won. Why? Because though this sort of conduct may not equate with succumbing to grievous sin, it nevertheless neutralizes us spiritually. The Spirit of the Lord cannot dwell where there is bickering, judging, contention, or any kind of bashing. My friends, when the Savior teaches that the adversary is the father of contention, that means that when we buy into the strife, to the contention, to the envying, to the bickering, to the gossiping, to the judgment, when we buy into those things, we are buying into Satan's playbook. We are running his plays. And by so doing, we are neutralizing the spirit in our lives. And we are diminishing our ability to reach out in Christ-like love to our brothers and sisters. Now, please keep in mind, that does not mean that we're going to agree with everyone all of the time. That doesn't mean that our values or our thoughts or our opinions are going to line up with everyone else's. There will still be people that we disagree with. Sometimes people just aren't our cup of tea. I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And that's okay. A lack of contention doesn't mean that we have to 
be kumbaya with everyone all the time. There are people that we just don't necessarily jive with. There are people that we don't necessarily agree with. But just because we disagree doesn't mean that disagreement has to be contentious. We can love and not see eye to eye. It all just kind of depends on the attitude with which we approach disagreement and the humility with which we disagree. There can still be love and peace and goodness and building, even with people that we might not see eye to eye with. My friends, peace and contention cannot coexist. Joy and anger cannot dwell together. Love and judgment are not companions. There comes a time when we have to choose a side. And we're probably going to have to choose it multiple times a day, every single day of our lives. But we can choose to not be contentious. We can choose to forgive quickly. We can choose to let go of anger. We can choose to let go of offense. My friends, we can't choose the actions of others. We can't choose whether they will be angry. We can't choose whether they will find offense. We can't choose whether they will try to be contentious. But it takes two to fight. And we can choose to be peacemakers. We can choose to love. We can choose to be builders of other people rather than those who tear down. Those are choices that we can make. And as we choose peace, as we choose love, as we choose kindness, as we choose to build and choose not to judge, we are choosing things that draw us nearer to Christ. And we are choosing things that I believe make our Father in heaven rejoice. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 